0: Hi, I'm Brandy.
1: And I'm Angelina. And welcome to Talk 40 to Me.
0: We're having all the candid conversations you'd have with your bestie.
1: Join us as we unpack life in our 40s and all the questions that led up to this next chapter. Hi, everyone. This is Brandy. And this is Angelina. And welcome back to another episode of Talk 40 to Me.
0: Thank you guys for joining us again. Welcome (laughs) back.
2: Welcome back.
0: Angelina is looking adorable in her top. We'll have to show a picture. I'm trying. I am am trying out. I got
1: suckered by a Kardashian. I am trying out good American. So her bodysuit. I don't have the jeans on because they're a little snug. And so those of you out there, if you own them, do I size up or do they stretch out?
0: We shall see. But the bodysuit, I'm giving this an A plus so far. I like it. I think it's cute. Maybe you do, maybe you do a poll, like an online poll yep. for the good American jeans. Yes. Poll. Um, I'm typically a Madewell girl. So that's
1: the jeans I have on right now. If you ask me what my favorite jeans are, it is Madewell a thousand percent, but mm, I'm going to have to try this out. They're so good. But Chloe Kardashian kept showing her butt on TikTok and, and then I saw all these other butts on TikTok and I was like, man, those look good. So here I am trying out the brand. Today is a fun exciting day because I have so you know how you you have people in life that you find them and but you find them through the internet and this is this is one of those friendships that and that's one thing that I just love about social media is since it has evolved and the more I've gotten deep into being in social media I had the pleasure of meeting Megan who is our guest today and we run in the same circles but i don't think we've ever actually gotten to meet in person but we talk every day pretty much we message back and forth all the time and we're pretty much convinced that like she's my we're pretty much the same person in two different cities we have so much in common so i'm going to start by saying megan is a dallas native um she lived in katy for over a decade And she kicked her soccer ball all the way to Louisiana to attend college at her family's alma mater of LSU, which is also my alma mater, but we didn't know each other then. Uh, She fell in love with the Texas Aggie, and they swam back to Texas after Katrina and fell in love with the Houston area, and now she couldn't imagine living anywhere else. Following several years of infertility, their miracle twins, Ryan and Quinn, were born in June of 2010. And Megan believes there's nothing better than a chill glass of Pinot Grigio, a large Sonic Diet Coke, sushi takeout, girls let out, and a mindless book to curl up with. So welcome,
0: Megan. Welcome, Megan. It's nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is, it's so good to like,
1: see you like, we're not in person, but you know, to be able to chat face to face.
2: Uh, I mean, and not just be over uh, the DMs sliding into your DMs as I do. But yeah, we've had some great conversations over there. So um, this is such a pleasure.
1: Yeah, so um, Megan is the owner of Houston Mom. And so I'd love to give you an opportunity to tell a little bit more about you and your business and your family.
2: Yeah, so um, I have been a part of Houston Moms for the past nine years. And I just started writing for them as a outlet and I just kind of landed into Houston Mom. And we ended up, our owner uh, ended up selling the business. And I decided five years ago to buy it with a partner and just kind of jump into this whole uh, website ownership thing. And so um, it's a joy and it's a stress and it's it's all of the things. I do, like you mentioned, I have um, twin they're sixth graders now. So we just started the whole junior high experience and they are doing great. It's stressing me out to no end. Um, there's lots of times on math homework, I'm like, this is way, way out of my ballpark. Um, but they're 12 now and I'm um, doing well. And my husband works here in oil and gas and um, no surprises there. We live in Houston. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Well, it's so nice to meet you. Angelina has said so many wonderful things about you, and I've been very eager to say hello and meet you in person.
1: For those who don't know, can you tell us a little bit about what what is Houston Mom? And I know you said you're working in a church before, so what led you to it? What is it, and how is it? Yeah, so
2: worked in a church before. I was a marketing director and um, kind of like doing anything my Senior pastor needed me to do, and um, but definitely a work from home situation, and we didn't have a church office or anything that was going to. So transitioning to doing Houston Mom, which is the largest parenting website in Houston. So, and when we talk about Houston, we're talking about huge territory, right? So we have Houston, but then there's like Houston, 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 (laughs) Um, and so you know we're probably. Like, our spread is probably like a two-hour radius um, around the Houston area. And um, we have on our team 35 contributing writers. They are volunteers who submit to us monthly. And we are publishing content to our website six to seven days a week. And our goal there is to provide parents in Houston uh, support, resources, inspiration, Humor, anything that makes this parenting journey just a little bit easier and you feel like you're not alone. And then the other 50% of our business is coming alongside sponsors who want to, you know, get in front of our audience of very loyal moms. And we've been around for a long time. And so we have moms who just, you know, if we say X, Y, Z is a great place to go, they're going to go. And that's the part that I really enjoy. Um, But it all started with writing. I love to write, and I felt like my words, I don't know if they needed to be heard, but I felt like, like I wanted them out there somehow, and I wanted to have a platform to put them out there, and I wanted to give other moms the opportunity to do that, and so that part of who, of who, who Houston Moms is will never go away. You know, I think it's important for moms in this journey that can seem very lonely, especially coming out of pandemic times, that they that they feel a little bit less alone. Because a lot of times it just feels like a lot of mundane and yuck. And we want
1: to take away from that. I love that part. That's what, well, so that's how Megan and I connected. I'm an executive with New Orleans mom, and we knew each other through that circle. And that's exactly what drew me to it, was the writing and the ability to say, you know, what I had to say and then hear from other moms, the, the camaraderie is just phenomenal. Yeah. And I, I left out that part,
2: but I, when I made the decision to buy Houston moms, along with my partner, who is also a dad, he's, he's not a mom, but he is a dad in town. The new Orleans mom girls were my cheering crew. And they were one of the the big reasons that I decided I could go for this. It's a really cool sisterhood, if you will, that we have between New Orleans and Houston.
0: That's really cool. And, and I believe that there's also one here in, or maybe a couple here in the Dallas Metroplex as well, right? Yep. So up there, y'all have Dallas mom and Collin County mom
2: and Fort Worth Mom. So we are part of City Mom Collectives, which right now I believe are at like 80 plus sister sites. And we span West Coast to East Coast. And, you know, there's power in numbers. And so what's awesome about our network is when we need support, um, when we need to bounce ideas off each other, you know, we go and we have hive mind groups and we can go and find answers, be inspired by other sister sites and what they're doing. I would encourage you if you're in a city around, just look and see if you have one in your area. If you don't, if it's something that's on your heart to start, they have, if you go to citymomcollective.com, and I'm sure we can put a link somewhere in the show notes, but go to to citymomcollective.com, collective.com and there's find out more about us information and then there's also a form that you can submit if you're interested in starting your own sister site it has been a wild journey and but one that I would never ever take back if you love moms if you're passionate about writing and also social media because that's like a huge part of it so you kind of have to love social media too then it might be a spot for you to check out for sure
0: I learned a lot about the mom's blogging network through Angelina and I follow them, even being here in Texas, because a lot of the content is so relevant to me as a mom and my journey. And I think no matter the state you're in, the city, we all share similar experiences and can be inspired and learn from each other. Absolutely, and
2: I think that's super critical. That's when I started writing. Um, and and blogging my journey was when I was pregnant, trying to get pregnant. The zero to three is can be like wildly isolating. We need places where we can go. Or if it's, you know, 3am, and you're up with your baby for, you know, the 18th night in a row, and you're feeling like this will never end, maybe you can pop on you know, one of our sites. And if we can help one mom in the middle of the night, then like my job, my work here is done. Like it's the most fulfilling thing.
1: I think that's one of the best examples you possibly could have given because like you said, and Brandy and I have discussed this over the years, we, you know, we had friends that had kids before us, but it's, and, and each of us, I think were more prepared as we went on, but nothing can really prepare you for it until you're in it. And then everyone's experience is completely different and you can have a plan, but babies do whatever babies want to do. And I think that was the best part of these writings, being able to hear from other moms. So if you were having mom guilt, which I think we probably will have that for the rest of our lives, um, (laughs) it's, you can connect with other moms who are in the same space and you're like, okay, I'm not alone I don't feel so bad for all of these different things that you struggle with. That was just the best part of it. And I love that you said that, that if you can help one mom in the middle of the night, you did your work.
2: I mean, it truly is my life and mission and goal and passion. And I mean, just saying that kind of like, it just makes me teary because it's just such a privilege to kind of be at the home of doing that. Nothing, nothing is better. And I wish I would have had more of that when I mean, because my babies, my babies are 12 now. And so there wasn't something like this, and um, you know, 12, 13 years ago.
0: What do you feel has been the most rewarding part about this journey?
2: So there's the professional aspect of just growing myself. Like I never set out to be an entrepreneur or to own my own business or to run a staff of seven. Like that was never... If I had a vision board, which I don't, if I I'm a bad type, I am a bad Enneagram three, I don't have a, I don't have a vision board. Um, but if I did, it wasn't on there. I've just kind of taken one step at a time and just tried to see where it would lead me. And so from a professional standpoint to see kind of where I've come from five years ago to where I'm at now with leading a staff and, and running a team of contributors. And that's incredibly rewarding and powerful from a personal standpoint, even just our team of contributors. And obviously, you know, they're seasons of life. So we have contributors that roll in and roll out, but now we're up to like the hundreds that have been able to write for us. And I continue to follow their journey And just to see what they're continuing to do with their lives is amazing. And just knowing that they've all been touched in some way by Houston moms is just, it really is such an honor. And it's, a—I mean, I I can't think of anything better than to have been able to pay witness to their words.
0: Is there, is there anything that you found like in terms trend-wise that maybe our audience might be interested in learning more about or just the key kind of takeaways and themes that you hear from those in your city that engage with you guys? That's such a good question.
2: You know, it really spans the gamut because I feel like the posts that do really well often are ones that are super relevant. So the ones that have like a trending topic, like let's say like homecoming is a big deal in Texas.
0: Oh, my gosh. I've never seen a mum before until I moved to Texas. What <laughs> is that? Sorry. No, you're, you're fine. Have you seen the
2: meme where it's like the helicopter that like drops off like the ginormous mum? <laughs> from the helicopter to land it onto the child. I mean, it's a big deal. And so, you know, of course, there's going to be people who are like, oh, this is ridiculous. And then there's going to be people who are like, "Eh." like, I did it. I went to Plano Senior High in Texas. And I had a mom that wasn't like where I needed 18 safety pins to hold it on though. That said, I mean, so we try to like write about topics like that, that moms are kind of like a little bit hyper about. Um, And, you know, we may have a writer that takes it one way. And then dress code is a big thing here. We've had some really interesting talks about that, about book bans, you know, as that's kind of, I, I think it's unraveling across the nation, but it's also, it's been very, very prevalent especially in the Houston area and in my district. And so there's been some lively, shall we say, conversations in regards to that. But then you always have the evergreens that the moms just come back for. It's like, why does my three-year-old hate me? And how do I potty train my kid? And then when we get into like teens and tweens, like, why do they hate me? I think we kind of... You know, all of those pieces are what moms are looking for. I will say they also look a lot, and you kind of mentioned healthcare earlier and different resources that we provide. Moms are always looking for that kind of advice. And so we make sure that we partner with really good um, hospital systems and urgent cares down here to be able to provide them advice. Like, is it flu? Is it COVID? Is it strep? Is it all three?
0: Because we don't know these days. No,
2: I mean, because they all look the same. If you were my Quinny last weekend, you had um, two out of the three. So you had the flu and the strep. But we want to give moms those um, particular tools to be able to, um, you know, make informed and in- informed decisions about their health care too, which I think is really important. You know, I know recently
1: you were involved in a pretty rough car accident from the pictures that you showed and all of that. It looked like you were lucky to be alive. And I can't imagine going through that. Plus, you've got two children and a business to run. So, can you share more about what happened and how you've handled coming out on the other side? Well,
2: TBD. If we're on the other side yet, yeah. and I still think it's a work in progress. But basically, in May, I end of May, I was um, I had just had knee surgery, and so I had been dealing with this stinking nagging pain in my knee and from running a half marathon, um, which gosh, it's a one and done for me, but from running a half marathon, I had surgery finally um, at the beginning of May. And the doctor was very hopeful, said you have, you know, like a six week recovery, eight week recovery, like you'll be back and ready to go. And nine days later, I was leaving physical therapy. It was a Friday and I was driving to go to um, my dentist appointment and exited a service road and a guy ran a red light and T-boned me going, I was going 45, he was going at least 45. My car flipped twice that we knew of. And it was just one of those moments where, as I was, and I was thinking about it this morning, I don't think about it every day now, which is great. But in that moment that happened so quickly where, you know, it's a beautiful Friday and I'm coming from physical therapy. I just ridden the bike for the first time. I was like on this, you know, high and, you know, noon on a Friday, who expects your life to change at that moment? And, you know, he hit me and I just remember putting up my hands and, being like, no. And like, I think one of my hands was like to the window being like, no, no, no. Cause he was going to hit me. So we flipped or I flipped and landed on the side of my car. So basically, um, thankfully always wear your seatbelt, by the way, that's a really good idea. I had my seatbelt on. So I'm tilted hanging from my car in this like silence. And in that moment, I didn't know when I opened my eyes if I was going to open them in heaven or if I was opening them with like blood all over everything like I had no idea. I do know one thing. I do know if I had opened my eyes in heaven that I felt peace about that. That I was cool like even as flipping. Like I was like, okay, if this is it, I'm okay. Like I I know where I'm going. So I ha- I mean, I have to just say that, but I opened my eyes and there's silence. Then about 30 seconds later, my car's emergency system kicked in and they start talking to me. And then I look out my windshield as I'm hanging sideways in my car. And there is a community of people outside my window. Oh my gosh. And it is eight to nine people that are all looking at me. And I'm like in this like fishbowl of a car, like, cause it's just like, I can't see out here cause I'm on the ground. So I can only see out my windshield, but all I see are people who were like, turn your car off. How are you? What's your name? Don't move. Give me your husband's cell phone number. I mean, and they're all like doing their various roles. And in that moment, all I could think of was like, my gosh, no one cares like who I am, like who I voted for. Like it is, they're just, it was like humanity reinvigorated and like outside my windshield. And they kept talking to me and they got my husband on the phone and they kept talking to him, making sure he was okay. They were telling me that emergency was coming. So anyway, to go through that, they ended up having to take me out of the police. EMT had to take me out of the back of my hatch in my car because none of my doors were accessible. My car was totaled, obviously. Airbags everywhere. They dragged me out of my car and then I partially had to crawl with this like knee injury thing y'all I had like I had a bruise on my thigh from the airbag obviously very very sore it did kind of mess up my knee surgery so that led to some extraneous PT and some draining and some other things that we had to do but like I'm still here what wow in the no world should I be here so I don't know I The only, I mean, and there are tons of takeaways and I could be here for like an hour talking about the takeaways that come from that, but is it truly was an opportunity for me to remind myself to slow down? No, I didn't cause the accident. I wasn't speeding all of that, but um, it was a reminder of what's important, you know, and also a week later, my kids would have been in the car with me because they were going to be out of school. And I was just so thankful in that moment. Um, It was very mama bearish. Like, thank you, Jesus, that it was just me. But I will also say, we'll never forget the moment. My husband made it through the police barricades. I mean, they shut down this road for hours and he made it through and he ran up to me. And we've been married y'all for 19 years. You know, you ebb and flow in your marriage. There was one person I needed to see that day. And it was Matt Clanehan. And he ran up and I was just like, okay, like you're all I needed to see. I feel like that's a song.
0: My gosh. I have like tears. I know you're going to make us cry. I know. Sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> myself. I haven't talked about it in a while. And so. Gosh. Well, one, the way, the way you shared your story was so articulate and beautiful. And, and I love that, you know, to your point, it's you, your health and people were so focused on just making sure that you were okay. And I think sometimes we get wrapped into this crazy world that we forget that we're all just people and we can have different opinions about things. But at the end of the day, it's this, this level of humanity that's so important to like latch onto. And I love that you had that reminder and of course that you're safe and that you were able to i mean sort of walk out of it right like with the exception of your knee I, you know one thing that came to my mind is like what car did you drive
2: i'm telling you what i will be a honda pilot for life so this was my third honda pilot and this bad boy did its job all of the side airbags deployed Saved my flipping life and no pun intended, but yeah, I was going to curse, but then flipping works out well too. So it, I mean, it, (laughs) uh, it saved my life and so much. So five days later, we were back on the Honda lot. We didn't have insurance money yet, but I'm like, okay, you know, you can't get a rental car anymore. Like, you know, my car is like at the tow yard or whatever. And I, we have two kids that need to get around this summer, so whatever. We were privileged. Went to the Honda um, place, and we bought the damn car, and just a newer model. Because I'm like, I'm not gonna go look for something else that just saved my life. I'm good.
1: Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that's an amazing. So what's what's next for you, Megan? What lies ahead in your journey? Oh.
2: Gosh, I don't know. I think, um, you know, after the accident, like I talked with a lot of people, therapists, psychiatrists, pastors, like, by the way, if you go through something traumatic, I think that's the advantage of going through it when you're older. Having been through Katrina and PTSD and all of that, I knew the sort of the signs and I knew what I needed to do to make sure that, yes, I mean, I went through some PTSD after the accident, but like, let's mitigate this so it doesn't blow up into, you know, a year later, we're not moving kind of thing. And so find your people to talk to. I would say that for me, I don't know you know, I, everyone's like, don't make any big decisions in, you know, the next six to 12 months. And so I'm trying to abide by that. I'm getting restless though. You know, I don't know. I love what I do. And I don't think I envision anything where I'm not a part of Houston Mom's does it look like maybe a new environment for us? Does it look like moving? Does it look like me taking on like a part-time job just because sometimes being at home and working from home, I I showered for y'all today. And I I mean, like, and I put on makeup and whatever, and I don't do that. Well, I shower every day. we'll, We'll be clear. I don't always put on makeup and take care of myself. And so but also, I think the rest of it from a business perspective, just continuing to learn more. And um, we know the social media markets and, and what's happening changes. Like, that. I think Mark Z just likes to change it as he changes his underpants. <laughs> and he just is like, we're going to just see what this looks like today. So, staying on top of that game and trying to be innovative but still staying true to to who and the heart of Houston Moms is and, and who the heart of me is. Looks a lot more like taking care of me, um, I think, too.
0: Beautiful. So before we move on to our next segment, did you guys launch a podcast? We did. So we have um, a podcast
2: called The Cold Coffee Club. And we had started at, gosh, a handful of years ago before COVID. And then I don't think... In, Y'all can attest to this. I don't think I respected the amount of time that it takes to go in to do a podcast because Oh, telling you. Yes. I mean, everyone thinks like, oh, you'll just hook up a Zoom and then you'll chat with somebody and you'll just talk and then you post it. That's not how it works. And it's way more intensive from the editing process and, you know, getting it loaded up and getting hooked up with all the different platforms. And so we just kind of laid that aside. What I love about my staff, they came to me. They're like, We want to do this. Like, we want to relaunch the podcast. I'm like, Do I have to do it? What do I have to do? And they said, Nothing. We got it. Like, perfect. Because I have my hands in almost every part of my business. And I just, I honestly didn't have any more hands. And they have taken this thing and run with it. We've had some super fun guests, just authors. We've had, news people we've had meteorologists we've had therapists we've had just talking and so cold coffee club it's on anywhere you find um your podcast and it's jenny and ashley and they do an amazing job and you don't have to listen to me
0: i love the name
1: i know the names uh, the name is awesome i was actually just talking about that yesterday how i lost my coffee and I had to reheat it
2: how many times do we go and do that and (laughs) I mean even my kids are 12 and I'm like how am I still reheating my coffee for (laughs) y'all because I'd be able to drink hot coffee
0: I have cold coffee in my office right now a full cup (laughs) that's awesome
1: a friend of mine invested in one of those little I don't know what it's called but it's like a hot pot free coffee they're not cheap though they're like a hundred bucks but then I think I would probably put the coffee pot down somewhere, the coffee mugs down somewhere else and not on the little stand and it would still get cold anyway.
2: Well, yeah, because you're looking for somebody's backpack or homework or something. You're not looking for the little charging station for your coffee. Like, I don't know. That would just be wasted.
0: On me. <laughs> I never thought about it that way, but it's so true. A charging station for your coffee. What, I guess that's what it is. So, our next segment
1: is Let me tell you something. And this stemmed from Brandy and I just calling each other and saying, Let me tell you something. So, we like to pick something that we're loving right now. So, it could literally be anything. So, as our guest, we'd love to let you go first. Something that's prevalent right now for you. What do you want to share? I was thinking about
2: that. So, and I feel like if you're on the gram, you probably, and you follow any sort of beauty person, you probably know this one, but then I was shocked that one of my friends didn't. And I thought I had been a better friend. And so
0: it's (laughs) the Clarins
2: um, deep pepping mask. And I don't think that's exactly what it's called. It has a lamer name. It's like the V facial intensive something, but it's Clarins. And if you are like, if you've had a late night, if you have been up watching your Astros play, for instance, and you slap this stuff on. It. Now it says ten minutes. No, no, no. You need to do it for um, like an hour, and you put it, <laughs> and it, de- it, it truly, it's a one thing that I have. You know, topical things promise all these instant results. It's the one thing that I've seen, true instant results. So I highly recommend the Clarence Depuffing Mask.
1: Mm. That will be in our show notes. Adds to Cart. Where do you can where do you get it? Is it Sephora or, um, Sephora Amazon?
2: At Sephora, I've gotten it. Ulta, I think maybe. Amazon. I've gotten a clearance and when they send me a coupon for 15% off, I'll get it there. Good tip. And then bonus points. If you want to like really kind of get the, what do they call it? The snatch jaw situation. <laughs> you can combine it with this like intensive. It's called like the V facial too. Like it's a, um, I'll send you the link. It links around your you put it around your ears and it sucks your, it's a mask and it sucks your oh. face up. And so, if you really need to depuff some situation, you put on the depuffing mask and then you put on this other, like Freddy Krueger situation. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, um, and then you get your like snatch jaw for like.
1: So, I could depuff the upper part of my face and snatch my jaw.
2: That is correct. All in
1: one. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
2: So package of seven, five or seven,
0: that one you get on
2: Amazon and it's amazing.
0: Thank you for that. Thank you. This <laughs> is the second time we've, we've interviewed someone in a short time period and, and they're giving us all these beauty tips. I feel like I definitely don't do enough for my face. So I need to just go take a little shopping spree to Sephora. I need to not hear these things. Cause then I just buy more things. <laughs>
2: Well, exactly. I'm, I'm, you know, I think I turned 40 and I was like, I've got to do a better job here and, you know, for better, for worse. I'm, Lord knows I'm trying, so.
0: Angelina, what
1: about you? I'm sticking with that theme of beauty. This is something I've been doing pretty religiously the last couple of weeks. Have you guys heard of gua sha? Nope. It's G-U-A-S-H-A. So I'll link this tool you can get the tool on amazon my friend that owns ritual and co in mandeville louisiana taught me how to gua sha my face so basically it stimulates your lymphatic system and it helps produce collagen so you start by actually like rubbing underneath your armpits here for like 10 seconds that's where you have lymph nodes to stimulate your lymph system. And then you start working on your face upward. So you use the little tool with some facial oil and you go up your neck, up your jawline, your cheeks, and then around the edges of your face, you'd be sure to bring it down and down from your neck. So you're pulling fluid up and then out. So it helps with drainage. It's supposed to be good for your lymphatic system and then stimulate collagen in your face.
0: And it's very relaxing. I like to do it at night before bed. Have you? I mean, what is the time period that it would take for you to feel or see a difference?
1: I mean, I don't know. Probably, I guess it'd probably take a few months, like, for you to really notice if it's doing something in your face. But, like, immediately I do feel, like, more relaxed and, like, a little lifted, you know? Like, before you put you... I do it sometimes before I put my makeup on, too. It's just very
0: calming. It's a nice little self-care thing that I've been doing. I I feel the need for us to do, like, a holiday beauty guide, Angelina. Totally. I'm down. What's your thing? (sighs) I don't know. Well, (laughs) I did. So I tried on one of those hats, and I can't reach it right now to show you what I'm talking about, but I like to call them pilgrim hats. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, I tried one one day, and I was like, nope, this isn't going to work for me. Doesn't work for the face. I have a really small head. Like the fedora. It's kind of like a fedora, but a wider brim. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, like the basic girl girl the basic fall girl hat. Yes. Yeah. I have Definitely. one. Definitely. So we had fa- fall family photos this week. And I was on a mission to be like a little bit bohemian. You know, I reached out to like our little group and I was like, what do I wear? And so I found this super cute dress. And, and then I was. Had my eye on this hat and I asked the girl, I was like, What do you think? And she's like, Oh my gosh, it looks so cute. I'm like, Well, you may be just trying to sell me something. So I showed it to my husband with a ponytail on and he's like, I'm not really sure about this, but I haven't seen the photos yet. I got a sneak peek and I think I'm pretty excited about it. I need to start wearing this hat more often. I just don't know what to wear it with outside of this dress. So (laughs) I say, You do
1: you, boo, because Josh had something to say about a pair of mom jeans that I got. And he was like, Are you wearing those out? Like, that's how you wear them. And I said, it is actually.
0: And I don't want to hear it. Leave me alone. Well, I asked him at the pictures. I said, what do you think? Like, are you okay with me keeping this hat on? Do you want me to take some some pictures with it off? And he was like, I actually really like it. So he, he's, you know, he saw it with my hair in a ponytail. So I'm excited about this hat. That's my, let me tell you something.
1: That's
2: so funny. Not to interrupt you, but so Angelina had posted a picture with her like basic girl fall hat and you sent me a link that thing arrived yesterday I have not
1: yet can't wait to see it
2: yes so I got the similar the same brand but I got the um instead of the wide I think yours had like a wide ribbon situation I got more of the thin. yeah I got the thinner ribbon that goes around so we'll see but I'm kind of like you like I'm not sure if I'm like, if I'm a fall hat girl, but you made it look so cute. Oh, I love it.
1: See, Brady, that's cute. I like it on you. You guys, she just put her hat on
0: and it's adorable. Yeah, I, I feel like it looks a little ridiculous on me, but you know, with the hair down, it's not so bad. I like it.
2: And it's a, like a floppier style. I think the mm-hmm. one I have is more structured.
1: Yeah, the one yeah, I have I is can- a str- like a hard brim.
2: Uh, I could very much end up looking like the biggest a but we'll see.
0: Well, I wondered. I was like, "Is this still in style?" Totally. And because you know these are pictures, right? But I just went ahead. I this is definitely if for anyone that knows me knows that I just I'm a plain Jane. I wear solid shirts every day. Not a lot of jewelry. So this is like it's a big accessory for me. But I decided to to take a step into the Uncomfortable zone, and and find that inner bohemian spirit. It made me think of this, this clip from Big Bang Theory,
1: and it's Kaylee Cuoco's character talking to Sheldon, and she's saying, "We need to get you out of my comfort zone." And he says, "Well, why would I want to do that?" It's called a comfort zone for a reason. And <laughs> just made me think of you. <laughs> so I'm so proud of you for Thank coming you. out of your comfort Thank zone. You putting on a big hat
0: yes I like it I thought it was cute okay so we're gonna jump into rapid fire and Angelina and I are still working on trying to find a sound but it's gonna be something like pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I am so bad at this game I, <laughs> like because I
2: always want to explain everything Hes I make someone mad okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's Brandy Brandy always has to she's a people I'm an over explainer
2: Well, I mean, I just, I'm not good at just saying the one thing. I want to say like the 18 things that
0: go behind it. But (laughs) we want to hear about it though. So we have four questions for you and this is all about you. So we want to hear, the first question is, what is your go-to pleasure self-care thing that you do? For some people, it's they cannot live without Starbucks every morning. Some people it's getting, you know, a long night of sleep, like, They don't sacrifice that. So what's yours? I am
2: unabashedly addicted to reading uh, romance novels. And sometimes I'm just in the mood for like trashy ones that would make my mama blush. Um, And
0: then other ones
2: are just fine. But I would say uh, curling up with a book is kind of my thing.
0: Awesome. Love it. Do you have a favorite book that you would recommend? I know you've shared a bunch, but.
2: favorite is so hard. I would say the idea of you is one of my favorite books from a, it is, it is not a beginner romance, Um, y'all. It is a little intense, but the story, um, the story plot line, the whole star that falls in love with a regular woman. I loved it all. So the idea of you.
0: Awesome. Where would you go if you could live anywhere for a year other than where you currently live? I'm so lame.
1: I have been on a
2: Tennessee kick since we went there for spring break two years ago. And my goal is to get my rear to Nashville. I would live in Nashville for a year, like hands down, like send me now, like ready to go. I need to go. I've never been. I love it too much. It's just very much my speed. And if I can't live in New Orleans, then like that would be my other heart city. It's just everyone is so nice. And it's the music. It's the atmosphere. It's still party, but cooler. I don't know. And and then you can drive and go hike and and do whatever. So I don't know. I don't have any lofty ambitions to be anywhere crazy or out of the country or whatever. I like I'm a homebody for sure.
0: I I went to Nashville many, many, many years ago, like early 2000s, like 2001 or something like, no, maybe like 2002, but I've heard Nashville has changed quite a bit since then and that it's pretty cool. So that that's definitely a city on my list. I just think it's fun. We, we go back at
2: any time we can. Um, my husband and I, so you might find me at a bar just, you know,
0: singing after a few cocktails. Who knows? So fun what is your favorite way to spend the day off? Oh, I think
2: that would be, um, just, I I don't like to do a whole lot. Maybe, um, I'll go have lunch with a friend and go get my nails done. I love to run. So probably go for a good run. Probably one of those like hour long, you know, clear the head Taylor Swift kind of. And like go in in my ears and um, the entire time, and then I love to cook dinner, and so I probably take the time to cook a new recipe or you know something and hang out if the Astros are on. That would also be a great day off. So
0: I hear they're doing pretty well.
2: We are, we are, and I can't talk about it too much because I
1: might jinx it. I'm enjoy, I'm enjoying it. So, but by the time this airs,
0: well, we'll be much further along. Last question. If you could tell your younger self one thing, what would that be?
2: It's such an interesting question because, you know, I have a 12 year old who looks a lot like me and who acts a lot like me. And so I'm trying to think of what I would tell her as well in kind of these formative years. But I, I think know when to be proud of yourself. Like don't look for outside influences to tell you that they're proud of you or that you're doing the job that you need to have that sort of recognition because the world will shout a bunch of different things. And if you're constantly looking at the world to say like, you're good, you're worthy, you know, this, you are awesome. You're going to be so, so disappointed. And so I would tell my younger self that you know you are good from the inside and i like you are proud of you because of xyz and that you know that it comes from 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 your own self worth and you know for me it comes from god too and just you know knowing i'm worthy in his eyes and yeah that i have value in this world and not everyone's going to recognize that and that's also okay and it, we just have to be okay with that
1: and and because I'm good here that makes sense beautiful you are fearfully and wonderfully made yes yeah. <laughs> that's I love that Megan this has been such a happy like heart-filling conversation I don't know it filled my cup today oh. talking to you
2: no, it filled mine. And I'm just like, when I got the email from you, I'm like, no, does she really? Like, that's so nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, so I wish we could give you a hug.
2: Like, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I loved it. And I do, I love those podcast. And so um, whenever I, I can share it, I can share it. But I, no, it was kind of um, therapy a little bit for me this morning. So thank you for that.
1: I appreciate you opening up. And sharing that, and it was it was a wonderful story and a great reminder for everybody and When you said "Slow down, I knew what you meant like just life like
0: we we need to slow down. yes, I love that you said that, yep, absolutely and if you find yourself in the dallas area at at any point um and want to meet up for coffee, I can reach out to you and give you my number, and we can connect
2: I would love that so much. My mom still lives in Plano. I go up there a couple of times a year and of course, I've got to get back to NOLA soon. That's going to happen in the spring, I think. So I'll keep you posted, Angelina. Holl- holla at you, girl. No, you know
1: I will. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get in trouble. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, be dangerous. Um, uh, I know. It could be bad. But it could be, bad, no, it's in the, be perfect <laughs> in all the best ways. Exactly. exactly.
0: exactly.
1: Um, Y'all are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Megan. you so much. Yeah. To learn more about Houston mom, find them on social at real Houston
0: moms. And you can follow Megan at Meg M E A G H T X on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Megan. It was a pleasure meeting you and thank you everyone for tuning in today. We'll see you next uh, at the next episode. Bye y'all. Cheers.
1: Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening in.
0: And as a member of our community, we want to hear from you. Follow
1: us on social at Talk Me podcast and share your feedback on today's topic.
0: How is the conversation relevant
1: in your life? And is there a topic you'd love to hear us discuss?
0: On that note, cheers to aging gracefully, living life to the fullest, and enjoying another day with your besties in life.